Ready to be your best self? Join the BU Movement, an international inclusive community of wellness enthusiasts, fitness gurus, holistic seekers, entrepreneurs, and life students. Start your journey at BUMVMT.com to join our newsletter where you'll unlock free resources, including workouts, exclusive wellness discounts, a growing podcast library, and more. Visit BUMVMT.com to join our BU movement community and embark on a journey to become the best version of yourself together. Are you ready to be you? Let's go. What's up, Wellness Movers? My name is Brooke Emery. I am your host, and welcome to another amazing episode of the BU Movement Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today and introduce to you our incredible, amazing guest. And today we are focusing on an aspect of wellness, which we haven't focused on before. So I'm super excited about it. In our podcast, we dive deep into the five aspects of wellness, and today we are focusing on skincare, which little did we know, taps into the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of wellness. Before I get started, I want to give a quick shout out to my personal favorite skincare brand called Ohm Botanical, who has hands down changed my life and my glow, as I like to call it, in all things skincare. They are the most clean and pure skincare products out there. I always say, if you can't eat it, you shouldn't be putting it on your bodies. So check out Ohm Botanical. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce you to our incredible and magical glowing guest right here on the screen with me. Her name is Katrina Amato, who is an expert in Ayurvedic skincare, and her journey is an embodiment of the profound connection between what we put on our bodies and our overall health. Get ready to discover the secrets of radiant beauty and balance through skincare as Katrina shares her transformative insights. Katrina, welcome. Thank you. Well done. That was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to the universe who brought us together because we have so much synchronicities between us. We have a very, very similar background and I feel like we knew each other in a past life and we probably crossed paths. So sure. I'm <laughs> so excited both from the Midwest. I'll let you take the story and in, in telling your journey, but both from the Midwest, which I have to say, and then both have an experience in dance. You did modeling, went through the industry, struggled with a variety of things together. And now we made it into this world of amazing wellness where we not only helped ourselves, but help others for a living. So I'm so grateful to be connected. Yes, me as well. I was just talking with you and hearing your journey and the paths that we've led and bringing us here. Like you said, it's, it's just like life is full of surprises and it guides you where you need to learn. And, um, it's just a, it's beautiful journey. I'm like, I could go on and on about it, but it was, it's just so lovely to be here with you and talking about the whole mind body connection, um, besides just leaving, living lives as performers and physical beings and taking that a little further. Absolutely. So let's dive into that. 
give us a little bit about your story and how you founded your business and your philosophy philosophy behind your brand. I'm so excited. I just keep stuttering my words. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. So my business that I started almost three years ago is called Sea Level Skincare, like the ocean, Sea Level. Um, I I naturally was always guided into skincare. It, it stemmed way long ago when I was uh, 13. I, I'm going to shorten this story as much as I can, but I found myself in the modeling industry. It kind of fell into my lap and had no idea what I was getting into. And it took off faster than I ever imagined, but it, uh, at the same time, introduced me to skincare. So, uh, when I was 13 in New York with a big modeling agency, um, just kind of jumped right into the shock of the reality of that industry. Um, not having been through puberty yet, expecting to be sexy, changing in front of people, men, women, just like everything that it kind of threw at you to like grow up really quick. Um, one of the things, again, guiding back to skincare was I was starting to get that uh, initial puberty, small breakout type things happening to my skin. And uh, agent advised I use a exfoliant. And of course, it was this bright pink, smelly scrub. I like can remember the bottle clearly. And I was like, okay. And I, I that is what led me into this obsession with how skincare works and what it's doing and the science behind it. And um, what carried me through is that I, through all life's journeys, as we slightly mentioned, it's skincare was always something I spent my money on. It wasn't clothing. It wasn't, you know, I traveled and I bought skincare. That was kind of my two things. Um, but I always just kind of like experimented with it. And through my journey as a model, a dancer, a choreographer, all all the interesting synchronicities that we've had in those industries, um, skincare always kind of pulled me back. And I always was like, maybe I should uh, go back to school and, and get my esthetician license. And at the time I was doing commercials and dancing and making great money and traveling the world and having fun. And it didn't make sense. But when I... Uh, was pregnant with my daughter. I was introduced to a renowned esthetician who was my first introduction of a holistic skincare. And all these years, I had no idea that that even existed. And so her name is Britta Plug. She's very well known for uh, Wildling Beauty, a gua sha stone company. Um, this was before that was even launched. And I was nine, if not, yeah, nine months pregnant. I think I was doing like three weeks or something crazy. Um, but working, going to her and having that experience where she was so in tune to what my body needed. It was not like a protocol. It was like she literally stopped what she was doing at one point and went and grabbed something and came back and put on my skin. And when she did, I literally was like, what is that? Like, she just knew what my skin needed and she was watching, observing, being in tune with it. And uh, it was the first time it clicked where there was like science, health, everything kind of came together where before it seemed too much about like the outer physical, trying to make something perfect or whatever society likes to press and push on people. But it really felt like this internal full body experience. So uh, that began, began my journey 
having Britta kind of guide me when after I had my daughter, I reached out, I said, you know, I, I really think I want to go after this. Um, and she, I said, is there anything you'd recommend books or anything that I read that could help me kind of keep moving forward? And she uh, recommend I have it in my lap because it really is a Bible to me, <laughs> a skincare Bible, but it's called Absolute Beauty uh, by Pratima, Dr. Pratima. Um, she is an Ayurvedic doctor, uh, dermatologist, but it's all about Ayurvedic skincare. And through the journey, I would say maybe three years prior to that, and possibly more, I was also introduced to Ayurveda. And every time I would hear any philosophy, anything about Ayurveda, it always really clicked with me and made sense. So when Britta and the world of holistic skincare and Ayurveda combine, I'm reading this book and it was literally like, someone is putting all my feelings and thoughts into words. And I'm like, just, I would read and be like, yes, this whole thing's highlighted. It just, it really takes on a whole mind body connection that through my world as a model, um, where it was all about this outer physical appearance and being in such a public eye and having so many people see your work and young women to older women wanting to learn how to get into the industry and see that as this perfect perfected image as the end all be all like it had to be like the best thing on life when I was like oh it's not what you think like it's amazing but at the same time there's so much more especially to beauty than just what you look like on the outside and so I really I had modeled from age 13 to 32 fully I would say and um, I really was just like so ready to shift gears and want to bring this to women's attention or have a space and hold a space that really allows women to tune into their bodies. And as I say, I like to give women their beauty power back because I feel mm -hmm. like the industries are doing everything they can to take it away from you, to make you feel less than, to make you feel like you need this, you need that. Like, oh, you have a tiny little wrinkle, like it's like they, they nitpick because they're wanting to make money. And I, I wish I would have wrote this down. Someone just made a post how in other countries, like aging is so much more celebrated and it's normal wow. to see women aging and have wrinkles and show the story and, and, and it be beauty, not this perfected baby skin adult, like pre, pre, uh, pre-puberty what am I trying to say um but like it's really like we're obsessed with this young young never aging never like you look at an older woman and as us women know like there's so much like wealth of knowledge and we should applaud it and we should uh praise it and bring that normalcy to it and not just like a full face of makeup and huge giant lips and all these ex accentuated aspects that uh I myself, I'm kind of getting carried away here. It's like, I really want people to just embrace who they are and be proud of it. And uh, one of the things that I did really like learn as a big lesson moving out of the modeling industry is I would tell women like, hey, like I was surrounded by what people would say are the most beautiful women in the world. And a majority of them, I would say, weren't very happy because they weren't mm -hmm. eating or they weren't they just were like this product that were being pushed to sell you something. And, uh, you know, working with women all over the world, some needed the money. And so they were just willing to do whatever it took. And 
but they weren't really happy. And the ones that really succeeded, I feel like really like owned it and like loved themselves and were like free to express that happiness and excitement. And it wasn't like they just identified with what they looked like, which is really challenging when you're in that industry. And I feel like I went down every end of it and only till I got out of it, did I really appreciate myself where I was like, oh, this is who I am. And this is um, what I need to be doing and connecting to your true self. I'm totally getting carried away here. But um, that is what my company, C-Level Skincare, is all about, is that it's helping women fall in love with their skin through mind-body health connection and not just what we put on your skin, but being at morning routines and different rituals and and what it is to have a skincare routine uh, versus me telling you like, you need X, Y, and Z because it's going to do this to you. It's a full body experience uh, so that you can internally feel the sense of peace and calmness and happiness and let that radiate throughout your pores. And that's the energy that people are gravitating towards and your skin's going to reflect it. Like we'll dive more into that later, but when you're like every part of your body is, I would say like singing and dancing and happy and full of life, your face is going to reflect that your skin is going to be clearer and brighter and radiant. And I just like to give people the little tools so that it just feeds their skin the right thing. And they take the rest, the rest is into their own hands. I'm just there to guide and kind of give them the science behind it. Yes. Thank you so much for that amazing share and description of your business and your story and where you came from. And I can relate to that on so many levels. I mean, mine was more so, like I mentioned in the dance industry, but I was 100% booked off the way that I looked and always, always concerned do I have the right image for this? Am I pretty in the eye of the public? Or do I look good behind this backup dancer? And like you said, I was so unhappy. I was the most unhappy I was in my, you know, entire life, just because you're trying to be someone that you're not. And that's the true essence of my business too, which is BU movement, which is to be you, to be the best version of yourself, truly, wholeheartedly, authentically, from the inside out. So I can relate to that on so many levels and I preach that to the fullest. So thank you for sharing. And I want to go back to the beginning and touch upon and bring out a few of the little aspects that you had mentioned, the first being the ingredients. So way back to the beginning, you mentioned the exfoliant product that you put on your skin and it was bright pink and all this crap you said was in it. (laughs) What? (laughs) What exactly are we mainstream putting on our bodies and how does it affect our overall health and how can we make sure that we put the correct ingredients on our bodies? Yeah, I think I always tell people whenever I work with them, I always do a consultation virtually before they come in because no one gets skincare education. No one is informed how the skin works, like unless you're studying it you're really just going off of the marketing and the wording and uh, who's saying what, what celebrities telling you what to buy. Like, it's really easy. I I don't, you know, it's no judgment whatsoever. It's what you're doing the best you can do. So uh, when it comes to ingredients, a lot of the times, and it starts, you know, it starts usually around puberty is that mostly girls, men still not until they're like maybe in their thirties, are they starting to consider skincare? Uh, But 
mostly uh, teenage girls are starting to get skincare. Their parents buy them things. Maybe now with the internet, it's so different. They can get whatever they want. But uh, my point is that a lot of the time, anything you're going to see on uh, market shelves that are mass produced, those big, big brands, they have to have a shelf life. They have to ship around the world. They have to be able to withstand like years and years and years and stay the same and smell the same and not go bad and go rancid or anything like that. Because of that, they have to put a bunch of things in that, be it chemicals and alcohols and fillers so that it kills bacteria and all those things. Well, just like the foods we eat, it's like you, we've all shifted. It feels like so recent, which is crazy, but we've all shifted into like as as clean and as pure as you can get farmers market, grow at your own, leaving out any of the crap, which that's how I kind of view all those other things. Like you said, if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't be putting it on your skin. It's like there's and and the little things that come out even with like gum and aspartame and over the years, people start to hear it like, oh, you know what? This isn't really good. So there's little by little, there's been more told in some documentaries about certain products and how they're hormone disruptors and um, every every body is different but if you're using something so frequently every day over time like yes I do think and there's studies that show that it does affect and can affect just like the hormones um, the the levels of the skin your skin cells just what the body's being absorbed and I know we're going to touch base a little bit more about like the Ayurveda aspect, but in Ayurveda, it's all about your five senses and strengthening your five senses. And all of our senses are pretty much up here where we're covering it with everything. And uh, those things that we're covering, lathering, whatever you want to say, are really very directly kind of like affecting everything. It's, it's more so than just putting it on the body, but um Yes, when it comes to ingredients, when you're using massly made products, things that are very cheap and affordable, not to say that they're, I don't want to say it's totally bad, but I personally, as a holistic esthetician, like to look for something as clean as possible to eliminate those types of ingredients so that I know my skin is getting the direct nutrients that it needs by eliminating all the other stuff that still is being discovered of what it really does and how it affects us. 100%. And speaking on the five aspects of wellness, not only does it affect your physical, what you said, your hormones, it goes into your bloodstream and all these intense chemicals. It can also affect your mental and emotional states. How does that affect it? The ingredients? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and I'm, I think I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I always tell people that if you, I think having a skincare routine is so important, especially as a mother. It was like my time in the early ages to have uh, a moment to myself, to be taking care of myself. And so we can go into that later too. But I always say when you're going through your skincare routine, even if it's just one product, pay attention to how your body is reacting to it. If you're super excited to use it and you love the smell and you love the texture and it like, you cannot wait to get there and to actually put on, even if it takes like 30 seconds, it doesn't have to be this elaborate thing. Then I would never tell someone not to use it. It could be something fairly inexpensive. It could be something that, you know, is massively produced, but your body is so in tune that 
I always say, when I say everybody is different, it's like, you have to listen to it. If you're like, eh, I don't know, like the smells weird, the texture's weird. That to me is like a huge enough reason to shift and find something that you get so excited about that it literally is your ritual and time to take care and pamper. Um, so when you're using those products that you're not so sure about, the textures are weird, you might have, actually, I get this a lot, people have a product that sit on their shelves for years, kind of like makeup and things that they're like, oh, I kind of use it from time to time. Like really, truly think about it like your food and that energy and energetically what you're putting on your body and absorbing is going to carry that throughout. So when you say and ask what how it affects the mind and the body and all that, like it to me, it can make it cloudy. It can make you feel a little heavier. It's mm -hmm. there's I want to bring clarity and, you know, as much uh, where we can eliminate anything that would be affecting it. Life's hard as it is. Like, like just bring in the simplicity of it so you can actually be in tune with what your skin needs versus covering it up. So that kind of goes in another direction too that we can talk about. But our skin is always trying to communicate with us, always. So be it if you have breakouts, if you have wrinkles, by like all whatever you are seeing in your skin it's always telling us something there's always something it's relaying to us so to me it's like being in tune with yourself is so important eliminate all the crap that could possibly like block that from happening that would prevent you from fully being aware with what your body needs instead of just a quick fix thinking it will go away Absolutely. And I would say every part of your being is connected. So just like you said, when you eat something, it affects your whole internal, which then affects your emotions, your social, how you're going to go out and react with the world. It's the same thing with putting it on your actual skin. It's being absorbed into your body. It's also external. So it's what you showcase to everyone else. That's your emotional, that's your social. So I 100% agree with all of that. And I want to then tap into, which is a great little segue into your Ayurvedic skincare and how that all is related. So first of all, explain what it is, explain yeah. from the way beginning and how you go about that process. Yeah. So um, I feel like Ayurveda has become a little more mainstream nowadays. There's been some really great teachers out there that have brought it to the forefront, um, but the breakdown of Ayurveda means the science of life, which always attracted me. I was like, there's more to it here. Like the thousands and thousands of year olds of books that have like, they, they brought surgery to us and they like, there's so much knowledge in it that their overall philosophy is that wherever your parents were when you were conceived creates your Prakruti, which is like your genetic blueprint of where these elements, so they believe in this micro macrocosm. So whatever the world, the universe is made out of, we're also made out of. And that's where these five elements come into play. So there's earth, air, space, wind, and fire. So Say that one more time. Earth, air, space, wind, and fire. Awesome. So they, uh, oh my, I'm missing one. Earth, air, space, there's water, earth, air, water, wind, and wind, fire. fire. There, okay. I was like, I forgot water. Sorry. Um, 
with those level. El- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with those elements, though, it's we each have different amounts of them in our body is what they believe. And uh, some people might have heard doshas. So there's vata, pitta, and kapha dosha. That's simply just the Sanskrit term to explain those levels in your body. Um, and when, and you can dive so deep into these, it can just like personality characteristics. There's so much that Ayurveda can kind of, it's always shocking when you start to explore, you're like, how do you know that about me? Or like, if there's, they're able to, through little quick questions, you can take, uh, dosha tests all over. I would highly recommend Banyan Botanicals is really great. Um, but what is it called? Through Banyan Botanicals. Okay, I'll write it in the show notes. Perfect. Yeah, I, I am no way represented by them, but they they have taken Ayurveda and made it very simple to understand because it can get really in depth and there's so much knowledge in it, but it really allows you to kind of explore wherever you're at and meets you and you can just have fun with it and kind of get lost. But going back to the doshas, um, it, through Ayurveda, the doshas are what kind of as an esthetician where I'm meeting someone for the first time, it helps me go internally. It helps me understand their ways of thinking, the ways that they most likely kind of treat their own body, their kind of maybe eating habits, their workout habits, how their body functions, uh, where they can have like some struggles, be it mentally, physically, it just kind of, it guides me. And it also usually informs the people I'm working with. to have some more empathy for themselves. They're like, oh yeah, I guess this does make sense. So I can dive into those and explain them. Um, I don't know if you want me to do that, but. Of course, please do. <laughs> so uh, Vata uh, Dosha is someone who has a lot of air and space in their body. And I always say, think of it like a butterfly energy, because if you think of a butterfly, they're always up and they're moving. And uh, someone who is Vata tends to be longer, lankier, frail bones, dry, more likely curly hair. They're very, they thrive in multitasking. They like, oh, I'm going to do this and that and and they do great at it, but they have that kind of very creative, sporadic kind of energy that they tend to forget to eat consistently. They're more of like snacking throughout their day. Uh, And because there's no consistency with their diet, they tend to, with that internal air and space, there's a lot of dryness that's happening. And so then there's constipation, there can be lower back pain, there can be bloating, there can be more... uh, like menstrual issues, like pains and cramps and all that. Um, and so like, depending on what a Vata person's eating, if they're doing like chips and popcorn that are dry and airy, it's only going to increase that Vata energy. And it's going to make you feel kind of out of balance and not feel this grounded, rooted feeling uh, that Vatas tend to need more. And so like a quick little thing is Vatas, instead of eating dry, leafy green vegetables, if you think of where they're grown, it's that air and space, they need more lubrication. So they need steamed rooted vegetables to bring their energy down rather than keep them up here so that they can feel a little more balanced. Um, So that's Vata. And how does it affect their skin? Oh yeah, big point there. So just like internally that dryness, it reflects externally on the skin. So it's more of those extreme dryness, not so much redness and dryness yet, but just flakiness and 
tightness and there's just lack of moisture. And so uh, that is a very Vata prone skin type. And we all have a main dosha and a sub dosha. So you might be listening to this and be like, oh yes, I'm totally that. And I'll continue and you're like, but I also feel like that. But there's always <laughs> one that stands out and usually that we just kind of like, that's where I kind of focus on when you're my treatment when it's what oils I'm using and such that will just keep calming and rebalancing your dosha. So uh, pitta dosha is someone who has a lot of fire and water in their body. If you think those two meeting, it's kind of like this steam. Um, pitta, I say, think of it like a hawk energy. It's people who are really like they, they're direct. They know what they want. They tend to be leaders. They get things done. They're super punctual. They're like, they have that sharpness to them and they can get really mad really quick and then cool off really quick. Um, pitta people tend to have a pretty strong digestion. They can pretty much eat whatever they want. They're not going to experience constipation or anything like that. Um, however, Pitta people tend to lean more towards like drinking coffee or having alcohol or spicy foods that are going to increase that acidity and increase that heat that's in the body. Mm. Um, so what's reflected externally is more of those inflammation type symptoms. So like uh, rosacea, dermatitis, any inflammation, like red inflamed skin issues lean more towards that heat, more towards Pitta. So it's usually what they think is that the heat is trapped inside the body and it's trying to get out. So uh, that is the second one. And then uh, kapha is the last one, the third. Um, kapha is a balance of earth and water. And so if you think of those two meeting, it kind of creates like a mud. It's a little stickier, a little slower moving type energy. I say think of it like a sea turtle or a tortoise. Um, there's a misconception that kapha people are like lazy and that's so the opposite they're actually extremely grounded and very rooted that they have a sense of stillness and peace in their body that moving so fast seems crazy so like vata energy is a little too much at times and they they're the types of people that get stopped on the street because people so feel feel so comfortable with them that they can just want to ask them anything they their kapha people tend to be really helpful towards they love helping other people like love making other people happy um but that slow sticky there's a coldness to them like the cold the excuse me the qualities are colder stickier they tend to have a tendency to gain weight easier and have a harder time losing it so their body types tend to be like slightly on the bigger frame sometimes it's not always the case uh, but internally they have that like sticky that it's they struggle with finding the balance of like having a good strong digestion and then maybe being constipated it's kind of like on both ends where uh externally on the skin that's the same way as like they need assistance to kind of get moving the skin is like congestion and chronic acne it's like stuck in the skin and it needs some help to kind of get out and move through the skin so that's the the three doshas I feel like I've combined in so much with the one question you asked but um no that's this is amazing I want to take a quick pause just to recap that because that was such amazing information was <laughs> one if you're vata you're mostly dry Two, pitta, you're inflamed and see a lot of redness. Three, kapha, you have a lot of acne or congested. So for all three of those, what is your biggest suggestion to help the skin? 
Um, that's a good question. So usually it's finding some stillness to connect with yourself, be it in your, your daily routines, being it asking your simple, I always say like beauty sleep is not a joke, like making sure you're sleeping, drinking water and eating good quality foods. To me, no matter where you're at, that's the first place to always just look and be honest and be truthful with. Um, and from there, then for each skin type, it's a little bit different. So I'm like, I'm just trying to think how to, so like overall what I would recommend, but it's having some sort of routine to take care of your skin, being it if you're Vata, bringing in a little more moisture, bringing in maybe some oils for the skin so that the skin can be supple and feel a little bit more grounded. Whereas Pitta, you want to bring cooling. You don't, you want to kind of eliminate anything internally that's going to bring up that heat. Um, and... Is there a specific product for that? So Vata, you said some oils and things to hydrate. Is there a specific product for Pitta that you suggest? Um, Pitta, I'm trying to Usually my Pitta type clients that have more of extreme, there's one thing I always recommend. This is something everyone can get is uh, a Manuka honey. It's really good at resetting your moisture barrier, feeding your the good microbiome or feeding your microbiome, the good bacteria, getting rid of the bad bacteria. When someone has inflammation, it can be super sensitive. It can be uncomfortable. There can be dryness. There can be so much more with it. That's like a wonderful way to kind of reset and bring inflammation down without bringing in too much extreme or intense ingredients that might aggravate it. So that one uh, for sure would be a great pitta. Um, Kapha could do the same for sure. They have a tendency to need to get some movement going um, with the lymph where muscles and skin might be really tight and tense. And so if it's just simply like opening up your neck and massaging, but uh, most of the time it's blocked from your neck, constricting the lymphatic fluid to move. Um, so really I would say kava's get out and move. Like if I was going to say a product, I'd say do some, uh, the Manuka honey mask, but also like get your body moving and sweating. Like it's usually the, the circulation and your circulatory system. It needs a little more of a boost so it can start helping and moving things along. Such an amazing, amazing information. And I think that each of us just by those little tips from this can take a huge step in the right way to help internally affect the external. You know, it's just when you start to really, really know yourself, like you mentioned, and what is actually happening internally is what happens externally. And then yeah. taking it from the outside in is going to affect it too. So that that is such amazing advice. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And we have just a couple minutes left. So yeah. I wanted to ask, no, this has been so amazing. I'm like, I'm like I want to have her back for round two. I have so many questions. <laughs> but to leave us off with a few more questions, Number one, I want to ask you if there's any more pieces of advice that you can give for people who are just starting to get to know their skin or just starting to tap into, okay, I know that I need to now focus on skincare products. I know that it affects me internally as well. What is the first step that you can suggest? Uh, 
Well, it's kind of what I said in the beginning of like, tune in to what really feels good of what you're using. Like, really be honest with yourself. A lot of people are like, oh, I just bought so much stuff and there's full bottles and they just, the thought of like wasting it is too much. But like, that really is such a huge step of just tuning in with what actually feels good, not what you think is going to magically change your face overnight, but like really energetically, is it aligned with you? But as far as that, as the next step goes, like, you know, look for a holistic esthetician in your, in your area. Most, if not everyone I have met in this field are just dying to help people know that this is a path, that this is even an avenue. Most people don't even know. And so uh, I think clean skincare is definitely coming more to the forefront. Um, And also, sadly, the commercial world is taking some of those words and trying to make you think that they're doing it as well. Um, But I would say that if you can find a holistic esthetician in your area, I also do virtual consults uh, where I literally go through each person's products and kind of gift and and maneuver and kind of help them so that they feel strong and confident that they can go wherever to read and understand the what's in a product and know like yes or no this doesn't feel right for my skin type um but i'll end this with less is always more like always don't go the opposite route especially if you're those that are experienced acne and congestion don't go to the extreme of trying to dry out your face. And it's like all the acne lines go to the extreme of trying to like strip and get rid of when most of the time it's trying to find the right balance of moisture. So those pores can clean themselves and know how to get all that gunk out and you can get this movement happening again. So uh, less is less is always more anyone can hit me up. I'm here to help and guide. I I like get so excited to help shift people in these directions. Um, But yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's enough to. That was amazing. And I highly, highly suggest working with you. Everyone, please check her out. I'll put the links in the bio, but just having someone alone go through your skincare products. Like I wish I knew that like 10 years ago, you know, it's amazing. It's, something that everyone should do no matter what age you are. And it's never too late. Let's say, you know, you're starting to age, which is beautiful. You're starting to see those wrinkles on your face, like you said, which is beautiful. It shows your story. It shows what you've been through. It's never too late. So start now, wherever you are, whether, you know, you're in teens or going all the way up to 60s, 70s, 80s. It's amazing. Totally. So. Yeah, it's And the skin is always going through its own cycle. It, it increases a little bit as you get older, but like there's there's never a bad time to start. Like don't feel like you're, you've missed the, the mark to begin because that's so not true. Um, can I read you one thing out of her book? Because I feel Please. like it's, Please. I'm telling you, I was like, oh, she says it so well. And I just feel like everything we've just chatted, it like brings it all together. So She says, ironically, many women think that being beautiful will make them happy, but the truth is the other way around. Without happiness, lasting beauty is an unattainable goal. Even the most perfectly drawn features lose their attractiveness on a person who is deeply distressed or dissatisfied. Beauty does not take form from the parts of the body, but from the whole of our existence. Our face and complexion are, as we said, the physical manifestation of all that we think and do, an exact mirror of the soul. And as long as any corner of our mind or heart is unfulfilled, beauty will be elusive. Wow. (laughs) 
Mike Jeff, I literally have the chills all over my body. That was just <laughs> like rounded out. My last question actually was going to be, how can we get our beauty power back, which is what you believe in. And that right there just shows it. It starts on the inside. Totally. Like it's, and I, and that's what I'm saying. If it's me or anyone else, it's like just guiding you back to that. So you can feel the strength within yourself to then know what you need and not have anyone else tell you otherwise. And you are so much more than your body. Thank you. So much more. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katrina. This was amazing. I loved it so much. And again, maybe I can have you back for round two because I have more questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry, I, I went on tangents, but hopefully it was oh all my God, not helpful sorry at and informative. All. <laughs> this was so amazing. And I've learned so much during this and I hope everyone else did too. So thank you. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but where can they find you? How can they work with you? Yeah, um, my website is just C-Level Skincare. Uh, I also have an Instagram. I can't say I'm very proactive on that, but you're more than welcome to reach out to me that way. I do do uh, online uh, virtual Zoom skin consultations. Uh, that right now is really all that I have available at the moment, but I'm happy to respond to anyone um, and even help guide you to maybe someone in your area, depending on where you are in the world. But um, yeah, I'm just here to, to educate and inform and help guide. So you can thank find you. me there. Yeah. Soul sister, for sure. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for joining. Once again, my name is Brooke Emery. You can find me, Brooke underscore Emery. Follow us at BUMBMT.com. You can head to our nonprofit wellness hub where we offer free workouts, free professionals, any advice you need, podcasts, and most importantly, a discount marketplace to our favorite products. So check us out. Check out Katrina Amato. Thank you so much. And yeah. I hope to see you soon. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Have an awesome day. Bye. Bye.